You're listening to the Breaking Through Podcast, showcasing the best new talent hitting the scene. I thought you, okay, let me go again. Okay. G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through Podcast. Uh, Nell or Brennan, how are you? Did you just put a D in my name? Yeah, I'm like doing you. This is how you say it. Yeah, but um, my name, yeah, there's no Dan it, mate. Well, it's, you, you, we're getting off topic already, mate. I'm sick of it. Um, but, um, Nell, <laughs> Nell, this is um, this is an important podcast because it kicks off. We, we were talking before um, that we had the podcast received a message and we, we've released, you know, we've had close to 60, 60 guests on the pod from all across Australia. Um, but we have we did receive a message saying that we don't have many female artists or bands on the pod, and it's not something that we've done on purpose. It's something that has been brought to our attention, and oh, I was a little appalled at us now, little little bit pissed off at us that we didn't notice this um, earlier. Um, mm. But this brings us to September. And we thought we'd do a Women to the Front Month where bands that come on um, are women-focused and men can just fuck off for a month. Um, so that's okay. But the first, <laughs> the, uh, the first band that we do have on it is The Boys and we've got Courtney and Zoe. How are you guys going? Woo, thanks for having us. Thanks Very for having excited. us. Um, bit of an icebreaker. No worries. Bit of an icebreaker today. Um, if you were going to jail for something, <laughs> which is quite a way, uh, anyway, what would it be? It's like a very straightforward yeah. question, but I think it's valid. So, so it's quite sad how quickly this came into my brain, um, mm-hmm. but it's the most realistic answer. So I am, I'm a chronic sleepwalker and I have been known a number of times to just like venture out in like stark naked and I feel like it would be like a public indecency fine for sure solid yeah wow I um I once I once woke up on a rooftop of my hostel in Paris completely naked with um, this guy charging at me with a towel, being like, "You are naked." <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Happens God. all the time. My um, that is nuts. My mind that goes guy. um, damn. My mind goes straight to like, you know how you have family Christmas, and it's like everyone's staying over. Well, that's how my family did it anyway. Like, <laughs> was it, do you ever have like twenty people over, and then you just got up and you're just going through past your cousins and <laughs> your grandparents and. That's all the time. That's all just the time. exactly like, I've got a, uh, I've got a sister, and yeah, whenever she had sleepovers, they'd, they'd say we'd wake. I'd wake up in the morning, and they'd be like, "Oh, Zoe, you were really creepy last night. You just kind of came in and like looked at us <laughs> for ten minutes, and then went back to bed." <laughs> it's creepy. Oh, it's creepy. Do you sleep? Hundred percent. Like, I've... yeah, I would get. Um, I do sleep talk. But I don't think it ever really makes sense. Mm. Do you sleep cook? Mm. The walking is impressive. Yeah. Right? Oh, I do like... not sleep cook. Ooh. I don't do anything Ooh. functional. What well, I do, Courtney, I think you do. You know my sleep <laughs> thing. Yeah. 
I no, I know. I, I, I Joey's main thing is like smashing food at all hours of the night. Like I feel like you could probably actually be asleep and eat a kebab at the same time. Like fully. Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> I found a photo the other night actually from a sleep, like I'd woken up after a sleepwalking escapade and did a video of my room and I'd like poured water all over my room and then next to my bed was maybe like seven or eight slices of white bread covered in butter and then in between each slice was a cookie and I didn't eat it. I just put it together and then slept next to it. I need to film you on tour from now on. Like, that's got to happen. <laughs> that is hilarious. Wow. Oh, that's Cookies. so good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I wanted to mix that with bread. Uh, I mean, I that could be a crime in itself. I mean. <laughs> Maybe I'm onto something, though. But, yeah, I'd go to jail for cookies and, in like, cookie sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> Nell, um, yours was really bad last week um oh, Nell, you said this week. pretty quick so i hope yeah. it's different um this time she said that she'd go to jail Ooh. for running over kids i, I did wow. not say it like that throw her under the bus <laughs> i did not that sounds actually terrible and i've oh my god i have a working <laughs> not anymore no, <laughs> not anymore. no i said um that <laughs> I said that it would be for being in a car accident and then um, our guests from Between You and Me were like, oh, because you, like, hit someone. So grossly. <laughs> oh. um, but, yeah, I think I would, I've, like, tried to think about it. I'd want to do something cool, like um, like a, a heist. Yeah. I think that would be my my ultimate, going to jail for a heist. There's no Ooh. way you could do that because you are the nicest person I've ever met. So you'd like accidentally bump someone. <laughs> There's no way you could point a gun at anyone. I just could not see that happen. You'd apologise the whole time. No, no, I'd be the harness yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> hang me uh, down. Yes. That's, uh, that's what, yeah. yeah. Oh, Damn. Yeah. So I'm like... Yeah, red that. <laughs> or you wouldn't what have a gun. You would have like one of those uh, blow darts that makes people just sleep for <laughs> yes. half an hour. That's, <laughs> yes. love That's it. so good. That's great. <laughs> uh, what would yours oh, be called? Oh, straight up armed robbery. But it'd be like, I'd be <gasps> just all black on black. I'd probably rock up in like a forward GT or something. <laughs> But I'd be like trying, like I, I, I don't know. I'd be like a corner store or some, some shitty thing like that. And it wouldn't even be for money. It'd just be like, I just want to like steal the food and shit. Ice cream, and like <laughs> ice cream, beer. Like I don't know. Like it'd be something really lame like that, you know. And then go to jail for like ten, fifteen years or something. And just yeah, I don't know. If I could, yeah. <laughs> just straight up armed robbery for sure. <laughs> Yeah, worth but it. in a really cool oh, whip. Geez, I do it in geez. a really cool whip. So yeah, GTA style. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. But not my cool mum Subaru Forester then. Fine. You you don't you don't. No, have I love I love the sub. I love the sub, but we gotta <laughs> gotta, gotta gotta bump it up a bit there. <laughs> <sighs> I mean. What a getaway oh, car. So He's getting mum to pick up the kids from soccer and then just quick down to the 7-Eleven um, robbery. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a yeah. I'm a cool mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what would yours be, Brenton? Have you realised yours? What was that, sorry now? 
Have you rethought about yours? Because yours last time was um just like yeah. being drunk. Yeah. Which I guess. <laughs> um, I have I have thought about this a lot. Yeah. I've like I'm a pretty good boy. Um, so the only mm. things that I think I would do, maybe like going overseas mm. and like where swearing's illegal and just like swear a lot and out, out in public and ah. maybe that or you said yeah, a I just don't word and got arrested anything. for like six years or something. Oh, we had um yes. we had our first yeah. we had our first <laughs> oh, c yeah. word on the pod last week by the um between you and me boys, mm. um and they may have called my mum a c word, and um yeah and um oh. I I rang sorry I, ancestors I, I had <laughs> I had my mum and dad um I rang them a couple of days before and I went guys you cannot listen to this podcast. Oh. And they said, why? And I said, what happened? And I have never seen my mum and dad so mad. They got up me for allowing it. They they just went, that's disgusting. You can't have that. So if I ever said the C word on anything, audio or anything, I yeah, would be no. disowned. It just would not happen. So mum, um, dad, I haven't said the F word this pod yet. So I'm expecting a phone call. Um, but yeah, I'm, I, I have to <laughs> say that. Crazy. Yeah, Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty much, it's, I found it hilarious, and wow. I was laughing at my parents' reaction, but they didn't find it funny. I mean, that's also just so savage. Like, that's and I think they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got to keep Bridget's mum's happy though, because she's a very consistent. Yeah, she's listening to the episode, so I think we need to like love it. I love yeah. that. Um, that's that's some that's G. I love that. That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. It's uh, she's oh, a big yeah. fan, and she's uh, my biggest critic. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Now we've, good mum stuff Should, now we've done it again mate um <laughs> it's a it's a music pod yes. and we've been talking shit for almost 10 minutes again so yeah um, we had to do it do we go back we and do it, do it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um all right let's play linda Sick. Um, okay, so that is your biggest track. Um, absolutely huge. Um, and it is, I guess, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like a bit of an anthem for anyone who's ever had like a shitbox. Absolutely. Um, how, yeah, how did this song come about? Well, <laughs> I actually don't know if I've been asked that much about Linda, so this is really exciting to talk about. I don't like to name names. So I named the the song Linda. Um, I had a I had a boss that was, I guess, just really mean and um, uh, hurtful. Um, and I'm the kind of uh, killing with kindness type. And after about a year, killing with kindness was not working. <laughs> and mm. I just got the shits. And I thought, like no, that's not cool. I'm going to write a song about you. Like that's how I like released my anger. Um, it was so cathartic mm. just uh, being fuck you into a song. Is, is, there, is there one thing that happened though that you were just like, you know what, 
this is going to have a song with hundreds of thousands of streams and I can't wait to write about it. Was it just like one action that she did? They did, sorry. Yeah. So just before I wrote the song, um, I'd quit my job because of this person. Like they were they were so difficult mm. to work with that I ended up having to quit my job. And um, the office threw me like a morning tea goodbye and um, uh, everyone signed a card and blah, blah, blah. They uh, while everyone from the office came into the tea room to have the cake together, they sat at their desk and refused to come in for the morning tea goodbye. <gasps> and then when I looked at the card, when I got home, they didn't sign it. <gasps> and, I didn't know that. And, and, and like, they often like would go around the office and ask everyone what coffee they wanted to do a coffee run, but wouldn't ask me. Um, and yeah, oh my when God. they left on my last day of work, they didn't say goodbye. And it was just, I don't know. Oh, awkward. Yeah. Very yeah. awkward. I think do you find people relate to that song a lot? Because, like, when I listened to it, I literally, like, I was back in my 18-year-old body, like, in my car after a work shift, like, having that fake argument yeah. with my boss. Like, I, yeah. Because you know what so... it is? It's, like, it embodies that, um, that sh- like, power struggle and the difficulty with having someone who is in a higher position than you and abuses that power because like that can be applied to so many different models in life. So many people have had a crappy boss who have taken advantage of their position of power and just been outright nasty. But then maybe you're younger and you're not old enough to work yet, but like, you know, everyone knows what it's like to be frustrated with mum or dad and just to be like, well, you know what, like stuff your opinion. Um, and that's kind of what it felt like. I felt like I was reverting back to like 16 year old, like you can't tell me what to do. Nah, 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 nah. Um, <laughs> And, like, I needed that to, like, resolve the, yeah. the issues that I had with that person, yeah. <laughs> I, I think everyone has someone that they think about. I definitely do. Now, 18-year-old uh, you, though, I think you would have been a bit of a rebel, surely. No, I was so, like, just very, just like an 18-year-old. Like, how do I even describe it? It was like a pub job and um, I was very fresh to, like, all that scene um, and my boss was just, like, kind of mean you know what I mean like he called oh no I won't rant about it but I was definitely listening to your song like yeah like <laughs> hell you know um yeah do you find that's like um like when you bring a concept for a song like that to your group like you know do you get on board that anger Courtney when you're playing alongside it like how do you sort of put yourself in that position to play that song the way it's intended well, it's sort of funny because I remember, like, I don't remember properly, like, us putting the song together, but I remember the day that, like, Zoe was like, I have quit this job because this mother effing person over here is just a prick. And we were all like, oh, finally, thank God. And then, like, a week later, it was just like, all right, guys, she came in, played the riff, and we were all, I just remember being like, hmm, I don't know where this is going to go, but I like the riff. So I don't, that was what I took from it at the beginning. And then we just sort of ran with it and then the lyrics started flowing out and I was like, holy Jesus, like, is this potentially about this chick that, (laughs) this shitty boss? And then it just became, um, (laughs) and then once we started playing it enough, like everybody just started shouting the lyrics like crazy and it just became this, yeah, just this massive anthem. But I just remember like only Zoe quitting that job, us being stoked about it, and then the riff happened and then it was just like high energy 
And now every time that riff starts, it's just like screaming. It's just weird. It's totally random. Like, <laughs> but we like, we get, I think the energy for that song in a live sense is just like far beyond. Like we go absolutely psycho. Like it, mm. it's yeah, completely yeah. out of control. And yeah. I love it. Like that's what that song breeds. Like it's, yeah, mm. it's great. It'd be great if she listened mm. to it. I think that'd be really funny. If well, <laughs> I have <gasps> I have intel through the grapevine oh. on the on the radio. I almost feel bad. Like I'm on the edge of feeling bad. But <laughs> what I won't go into. Uh, is like the depth of just how truly mean they were. And so therefore I just don't feel that bad about airing my frustration. If um, I wasn't expecting the song to like, you know, take off. So just rules that I like. Oh, to maybe do that. Um, if, if they don't write a goodbye message on your goodbye card, then they just instantly get a song that gets played on the radio. I think that's just how, yeah. that's just how it's it works. It's just my way of saying goodbye. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, not, not, it's not malicious at all. That's fine. Oh, another great song. Um, that's it's one of your newer ones. Um, it's getting a pretty hot take off Triple J as well. It's on their Triple J playlist, which uh, we always like to go and see. This one's Bad Habit. At the time of this recording, um, it's like 500 streams on Spotify off like 200,000, which, you know, it's only been out for a couple months. Um, like that's awesome that it's gone so quick. Props because it's a great song. But I think what makes it so much better, especially in lockdown, is that you've done the karaoke vid. Um, yeah. And yes. I only had two thoughts about it. One, there was a lot of people that we've already had on the podcast <laughs> that was, you know, really great to see. And two, True. Purple Dildo. Um, yeah, how good was it? Incredible. <laughs> incredible. Also, the Purple Dildo, man, only Charlie can do that. <laughs> Charlie is an icon. That was, I, yeah, legit. I couldn't legit. get it out of my head. Um, it's a great video, but how did this one come together? Because I think it's something that we all need in, uh, you know, lockdown. Well, like it was literally a matter of like us boys all filming our parts separately and um, I just got on a mad hustle and messaged like all of our friends and was like, I'm in lockdown, the girls are in lockdown, you're in lockdown. It was like, Oprah, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Except I was like, we should do a video um, and anyone who, you know, had spare time or was bored, you know, got on board and just the mm. amount of friends that were like just without even a second of hesitation were like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll do that. Um, and it was so much fun. We just got everyone to film. Like we kind of just said like be crazy, sing the song, and then we'll deal with whatever you mm. send. And so we've got all of this footage of our mates 
which like I will just cherish for the rest of my life. And then we somehow had to cram it into it all together, did an amazing job at like capturing all the perfect like chaos of all of our friends who put in videos. It felt like one of those uh, like crossover, like Avengers. Where all Avengers the, like, assemble. All the movies <laughs> come together and, and like, oh, my clues. Score. Like, <laughs> like literally yes. I was like, oh, sick. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was so like fun to watch. It was definitely like just such a good lockdown like something good to come out of lockdown. It was, it was very yeah, well needed. It was such a feel-good moment. Like it genuinely brought tears to my eyes. I was just so stoked to see all of my mates in one video, some of them who I haven't, like, mm. I haven't been able to go to Queensland and hug my friends there and my friends in Victoria. And um, it was our way of, like, you know, having something that, like, had us connected for a moment, which was cool. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I think also like with doing that clip and having all of our friends in there, mm. like we, we sort of were talking about how we wanted to do it. And like, I think we also wanted to sort of like keep the momentum going and do something fun as well with the mm. song, because like, we can't even explain how ridiculous, like bad habit is taken off. Like it's completely re- like insane to us. So I God's think smacking. for us, it was like, yeah, completely. I think for us it was just let's put out something that's super-duper fun with our friends. Everyone can just go crazy. Personally, my favourite uh, take was from Phil Jameson. He was absolutely – he's yeah. like the full length of this video. It was so funny. Like he's an absolute so nut. I love it. Like, it. It was just funny even like being sent everybody's like individual parts because we were like, wow, you guys are great. Like this is so great. Like. It was just an awesome, and awesome Because that's the thing, like Courtney was saying, we were not expecting to receive such amazing support for Bad Habit. Like, and so it was kind of like mm. a celebration with our mates to be like, can you mm. believe? No, can you believe? No, but really? Okay, let's do this <laughs> thing. <can> you? <laughs> I, um, yeah, it was crazy. It's... Maybe you should release kind of like a like once a week just like the full video of like each person's um video just like, caught, like i don't know make it like a kind of like a series of everyone's uh, everyone's videos i think that would be hilarious um another thing though i love if if you're just listening to the audio of this you can just hear the wine that's getting poured and it sounds incredible i was being generous too it was like glug 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 <laughs> It's um maybe yeah. it's, maybe we should just get yeah. some wine label to come on and just sponsor this pod in particular. Um but <gasps> that would be great. Incredible. Um we've we've mentioned about like staying staying connected and all that type of stuff. Um but how important is it for you guys as musicians to stay connected to not only just friends, you know, friends and family, but like musicians like yourselves. Oh, so important. Like we zoom as a band as much as we can. Um, Mm. but like, it's like, it's been so hard not seeing all the boys in one room together, especially with writing Mm -hmm. and like, just like, mental health because like I don't know I can go on one-on-one walks with my friends because they're within my LGA but 
even if we weren't picking up our instruments and rehearsing, I think just like us as a band being together is so important because we all have this like combined passion and we're all in it together and for that momentum to be lost and then us not even be able to kind of um, commiserate together Mm -hmm. has been so rough. Oh, it's all about momentum, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when you just get to yeah. kick off. That, that really what, sucks. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. What do you think your first, um, like, band meet-up, once all the restrictions are dropped, like, what's that going to look like for you guys? Well, we, <laughs> we get to do, we've organised, so we've all go- gone and gotten COVID swabs and we've hired a COVID marshal and we're doing a studio day. Tomorrow, nice. and it's going to be the first time, the first time we've seen each other since June. Um, so it's like you know we've got to do the whole um, social distance thing and blah blah blah. But temperature I'm, checks, and- temperature checks, the whole works. But I'm just more concerned mm. about like I've got to maybe bring a couple of face masks because I'm going to soil them with how much I'm going to cry <laughs> when I see them all together and like we're not even going to be able to hug i'm such a i know that's what i'm pissed off about i'm like can't even hug you guys it's gonna be weird i'm gonna just i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm not gonna sleep tonight it's it feels like christmas eve (laughs) oh jesus that's a covid marshal we're stoked about that yeah yeah it's full like it's full on like you have to do paperwork and stuff like it's like it's not you know you gotta forms Oh, Negative COVID tests. Yeah. Jesus. That's oh, – Nell, that's yeah. – I haven't seen you, Nell, in a couple of months as well. I have no idea how you're coping. Yeah. Well, no, because – no, yeah, you don't, do you? <gasps> Rough. Like, obviously, you can go, how are you? Yeah. And you're like, good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, normally Brenton and I see each other every day. So you get, like, the body language and the vibe. And the in-between yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and definitely that – um just like, of course, like technology is amazing and like how good that we can still do this, but it's just, you know, it's never going to be the, the same, same. Is it? Oh, 100%. It's not the same, 100%. Man. 100%. Oh, you've got to put it yeah. on through, though. Yeah. We're, we're, uh, uh, we're trying our best. Yeah. Um, but as this is, yeah. um, this right. is Women to the Front Month for the Breaking Through podcast, um, we want to ask you guys what, what do you reckon the industry, you know, could do better to kind of highlight, you know, people in the industry like yourselves yeah I mean like it's sort of weird like I I personally have sort of come from a space where like I have been playing in bands since I was like 13 or something like that and I remember the first time I went on tour I was like 19 I had absolutely no like for me it was just like sweet cool I get to like play in a band and like I'm going to Queensland and doing all this stuff um And I didn't even think about the fact that I was literally just surrounded by dudes the entire time. Like, I just didn't think Mm. about it. Um, And it probably wasn't until, like, I don't know, like five, six years down the track where I was like, wait a minute. Like, I just remember that dude was being, like, a bit of a prick without really saying something really, really rude. Something as simple as just, like, yeah. Um, you're rocking up to a gig, you're like holding your gear and stuff, walking in there and like someone just goes, oh, you need help with that, sweetheart? You're holding that for like your boyfriend or something and it's just like, nah, I'm playing tonight, dude. And then they're just like. And it's just like just like weird stuff like that, but I never even like properly thought yeah. about it because I was too busy just like I'm having fun yeah. or whatever. Um, 
and I like I don't know like and and then the only other thing that I can really think of is just like from like being a queer pop artist as well is that you have people in certain other spaces like the hip-hop and like the urban sort of groups and stuff like that that are sort of just like oh like you're a muser or you must be like a rapper or like you know like whatever and it's just like no nah, man like I play guitar and drums and bass and stuff like I grew up on freaking you know Jimi Hendrix and like my parents music which is like Jeff Beck and freaking mm. the Beatles and stuff so like you know I love hip-hop too yeah. obviously but like it's just sort of things like that that you sort of slowly start to notice but I didn't really probably figure that out till I was like 20 23 or something like um but I, I yeah. if anything I think for like things like festivals and and bigger things like that if anything I think it's like really important that female identifying artists and the groups that are there at those events feel safe, you know, because it's easy for us to get on stage mm-hmm. and be like, oh, my God, there's, like, mm-hmm. how many people there and everyone's having a great time, but there might be one one female individual in there that is having a really shit time and we don't potentially know about it yeah. and they're, yeah. whoever it is is getting away mm-hmm. with whatever they're doing. Like, I would feel really bad to know that that's got, like, to know that that's going on and not do something about it. I like I don't care if I have to call that person out mm. or whatever it is. Like I'll do it. Um, and I think you know, having uh, groups, podcasts, like absolutely anything, where there's a very very strong sense of like feminine identity behind it. That even small festivals, things like that, that are like purely driven and run by female identifying artists, I think is really really important as well. So. It's sort of like little bits and pieces that kind of put the picture together and like showcase what female identifying artists and like bands are doing as well, you know, so, yeah. I like what you said about safe spaces because I think that's like one thing that the the problem is there's a cultural issue and obviously that cultural issue has penetrated the, the scene. Um, but there are things within our control that we can do to like help female identifying artists. And it's, it's right. You're right, Courtney. It's creating a safe space, like just really little things. Like I know that sometimes we've had, say it's like a bigger, a bigger festival or like a bigger, um, stage. And I don't know, maybe there's not that much security on the green room. And so you never really know who's coming in and out of your space and, Mm. um, you know, that can actually be quite terrifying, at least for me. Um, I like to know that mm. the only people in there are people I trust. Um, mm. But, yeah, and, like, um, in terms of what our industry can do, what we can actually do to, to help female-identifying artists is, yeah, just keep, keep you know, putting in the effort to have um, lineups that actually represent the diversity that we have in our communities mm. um, and, give like elevate elevate the voices that maybe haven't had a leg up for quite some time in an industry that hasn't necessarily favored them for you know a, a long time not necessarily yeah. just the industry just like the culture it's 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 mm. you know widespread yeah you hear. that's mm. yeah um i think Absolutely. it's as just a music lover myself um, and obviously hosting a podcast and there's a lot of things that, you know, before you talk to musicians that you'd never think about. Like I would have never thought about the green room security 
like that's and that's something that obviously affects you guys it's and, a weird one it's weird man yeah and like that's just not something we think about yeah. but it's 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 platforms like this with guests like yourselves where it's like okay maybe maybe we we are doing some stuff but there's so much more we can do um even just as podcasters now like even just exposure like it's so hard to find good female mm. identifying artist or band because they're just not shown enough they're there's there's definitely they're, a they're easy to find if you know it yeah exactly because you're right it's like it's the it's the they're there and then the industry is it's the missing pieces that the industry is not picking up and elevating yep. those voices and they're elevating mm. other ones which is a shame right it's like such a shame and it's it's like yeah. there's so many like just from all all ways of life that are there are some incredible bands that just you know get no listens get tiny p- places to play but are absolutely mm. incredible but they're just not getting mm. not mm. getting the recognition that they deserve which you know sucks for everyone all we all we want to do is enjoy music enjoy festivals enjoy those type of experiences and you know it's just mm. something we've got to fix and hopefully we're on a better way there yeah for sure i mean you guys are like killing it though like you should be so stoked and obviously that's going to have massive repercussions in like you know the music scene in australia and you know even across the world just like seeing bands like yours especially in punk i feel like there's not um like that's a pretty male dominated genre it's well i mean where i've looked you know what i mean i'm sure there's a lot of amazing female artists um but like in australia so it's like so cool that you guys are just smashing it it's like literally i i pinch myself all the time um Mm -hmm. i had a good chat with um a friend of mine um cecil she plays drums in body type who are another incredible um you know female identifying band and far out oh they're so great but we were having a conversation about how it's really rare that the industry gets behind a a band of women you know we we Mm. see uh solo artists whether that's pop or hip-hop or um you know any genre but if it's the focus on one person but if you are seeing them as a full band like it's actually quite rare to see uh, like a a a band Mm. of women to like just like have especially have here some, in Australia have some limelight. <laughs> yeah yeah especially yeah. here in Australia it's super weird like I there's 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 plenty of them out there now but it's like which ones so are getting many. elevated and then you got these amazing yeah. catalog of female artists that are just like killing it over there and you're like we got to bring these we got to bring them with us like what are, like you know what I mean like it's just crazy it's crazy yeah yeah Hundred percent, hundred percent, and hopefully yeah. that changes. That um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so cool. I guess that also that pressure though, right? To like have you know, you guys are so successful as a all like female identifying band, and then it's like not the guilt, but like oh, like who else can we promote? Like that's crazy that you've got to be successful and then go have that thought to go. Oh, okay, who now can we like bring along with us and promote? It's just like a lot of work. Oh, no way. No, it's like I look, I look at it as like a big, uh, you know, like those uh, cars and like one clown gets out and then like 50 clowns get out and they're all just like stoked on life. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like that's what it is. Like I don't feel like it's tiring at all. I'm just like 
hey, all my all my girls, jump the fuck in. Like I'm fitting every single one of you in here and you're coming. You're coming with me. Like and like the boys, the boys have always been over there. Yeah, and that's oh, that's what we're about, that. especially because like a lot of the time you, you, you bond over shared experiences and become best mates. Mm. So it's impossible to not want to, um, you know, play with other women. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that answer. So <laughs> good. Bloody women are so Women cool. rule. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, bloody. Ah, anyway, <laughs> I could go on. Um, <laughs> uh, this, um, this is sort of one of our questions we ask every episode. But in terms of the next 12 months, are there any goals you have that would just be so, like, bloody amazing to hit? (laughs) Why did I just laugh like that? (laughs) Because, like, if if life was normal, if life was normal Mm. um, in a perfect world, like, realistically, I would love a 12-month goal of the boys to be Splendor, Falls, like our first time playing like the big fezzies. Um, mm. And then had we had we um, had had COVID not been been a thing, I would have loved to have gone to uh, the Great Escape in in UK, which is like the equivalent of Big Sound, so mm. like a nice little music conference there. Um, oh. And yeah, just maybe gone overseas. But start writing our album, Courtney. Yoo-hoo-hoo. I know. Yeah, well, that's yeah. That's 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 a thing that's in the in the in the movements. So yeah, yeah but definitely so just, playing the big, the big festivals big would definitely be a vibe. Would have been really really fun if we could have done the full Spacey Jane tour as well. Um, oh back right, twenty twenty. That would have been like yeah, because yeah, it's weird because them as a band then when we got booked for that tour were like they were like popular, but now they're like freaking. It's like ridiculous how much they've oh. you know gone up. Um, Twelve so months, eh? It would have it would have been really really yeah. nice to yeah, yeah crazy crazy what happens in a year. Um, mm. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, playing yeah like Great Escape would be really really rad to play. Um, um, South by Southwest as well would be a vibe. <laughs> like that would be crazy. Yeah, see that would have been a big one too. Just be running around with our guitars yeah. when all you down said through Great Escape, friggin' whatever. Like, <laughs> crazy <laughs> when you said great escape i thought um that was the great australian race oh like my the god game. No. <laughs> i was like oh cool I, did, I, was an, I, was avid, I was an avid watcher of that show actually my god wait oh you'd be great then oh, i was like i used to watch that sick. people don't normally give like non-music related <laughs> just life plans <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. We, we could talk about uh, festivals literally for six hours. Oh, wine's back. There we go. Oh. <laughs> the wine's back. Oh, oh what a sense of What a sense of time. Let's just do like a 40-minute wine pot, I think. Just the different wines. Are going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just staying hydrated. Um, <laughs> obviously, festivals are incredible. I remember go- well, before COVID was going to Splendor, Falls, Laneway, Driven in the Moo, oh. Listening Out every the year. Whole thing, um, man. My bank account. We want to play mm. all of those. And I'll see you there, obviously. I'll do a DJ set for listening out. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, my bank yeah. account is thanking me <laughs> severely at the moment. 
Um, but it does suck, but hopefully, you know, um, it all comes out with uh, all mm. the restrictions easing by the end of the year and hopefully we get back to seeing some live music. Oh, please. Um, mm. But you were talking about an album. Um, is that for the end of the year, start of next year or? Oh, I think it'll be some time away. Not yeah, sure. like yeah, because mm. so we've got we've got the EP our, our third EP coming out in October. Um, so with all of this time, I figure we're just write as much as possible. Whether it ends up being another EP or album is on the table. But I would I, I would say Courtney, you probably feel the same. Is that we all just feel like we're so mm. ready for a debut album? <sighs> um, an album though. Mm. Oh, just, just, to, yeah, just to hear an yeah. album. She's like, "Yeah, I'm just putting an album on." Like EPs are good, but oh, mm. just to sit down to an album, have a good listen an to album? it, please. Ooh. Yeah, oh. yeah. Okay. I'd say it'll be like a. So we've been demoing. it will still be a while yeah. away. Yeah, we we've been demoing, yeah. and yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. Hey? I've been. Yeah, noodling. it's a good process. Yeah, it's a good process. The demo thing. So mm. yeah, it'll it'll come together when it comes together. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope that the COVID marshal goes well tomorrow. Um, don't use too many masks. Enjoy the enjoy the recording session. Um, thanks for coming on for the first episode of um, Women to the Front Month, though. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for having us. You guys are the best. That was fun. Thanks. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.